It's Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. This month, the month of June, we are celebrating our golden voices. And with me to participate in the festivities this week is the publisher of Audiophile, Michelle Cobb. Hi, Michelle. Hi there, Joe. So this is like, I can be all fangirl this month. Oh, totally. Because today we're talking about Dion Graham. That's right, Dion Graham. And the word I like to use about Dion's narration is connection. He really seems to find the through line of a story well, find the through lines of the characters. And I truly think he helps the listener connect. And this is something I feel he comes by naturally because I've certainly been at the office when Dion comes to record and he would always be the only narrator that would go around and introduce himself to each and every staff member and shake everyone's hand. And I think that that sense of taking a moment to you know look someone in the eye, that's kind of the way he approaches books. He takes a moment to like really get into the meat of the story and into the emotional place that the story is in. And that really is compelling as we listen. Yeah, I, uh, that story you just told about him shaking hands just makes such perfect sense. That's certainly the person I know, but also in terms of listening, when I listen to him, I really feel like he is telling me a story. Yes, yes, that's an excellent way to put it. And he has such an emotional clarity that I appreciate as a listener, which translates into you know autobiographies, but also all the way to the read-alongs for young children. He's able to do those different character voices, but make us feel kind of like we're in the the moment with him in an interesting way, even in the, the short and more playful titles. Yeah, definitely. His trombone shorty is fabulous. Yes. Well, of course, one of the essential listens is Miles Davis, his Miles Davis autobiography. And he made interesting choices in that audiobook. He did. And that's one of the, the fun times I've actually personally had with Dion is, you know, we were talking to the producer of the audiobook and he was saying, I really want to get the tone of the real Miles Davis in here without it being a caricature, but with giving that sense of what he sounded like at the end of his life. And so we looked at some YouTube videos and I really felt like, oh boy, I get to collaborate on this with him, which was nice. Oh, that was fun. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was it was a really neat experience for me. And I think the recording was truly wonderful. I mean, it won an earphone award. It won a lot of the best of the year lists from other journals as well. And you know, the only way you can really understand it is to actually hear him do it. So let's hear a little bit. Okay, let's have a listen to Miles, the autobiography by Miles Davis with Quincy Trope, read by Dion Graham. I was three years old. I saw that flame and felt that hotness of it close to my face. I felt fear, real fear, for the first time in my life. But I remember it also like some kind of adventure Some kind of weird joy, too. I guess that experience took me someplace in my head I hadn't been before. To some frontier, the edge, maybe, of everything possible. Miles Davis had such a distinctive voice. 
Yeah, and, and Dion, I think, captures it without you feeling like he's imitating him. He's just kind of inhabiting that same basic tone. You know, it's an interesting thing to think about the difference between inhabiting and impersonating because it's two very separate things. And and yet they're similar and yet so clearly different that you, you know you're listening to one or the other. It's true, and he does a number of titles in this vein, like Letters from Birmingham Jail by Martin Luther King Jr. It's that same thing where he's giving us the sense of that person. And as I was thinking about essential listens for Dion, I had to remind myself, oh, right, he also does fiction. Oh, yeah. Because I think of him as playing these historical figures and doing it so well that I forget that he often partners with authors like Dave Eggers or George Pelicanos, and he's doing mysteries and he's doing other things, and he's still bringing that lovely emotional connection to those books. We just experience them in a slightly different way. So. As with all the golden voices, versatility. Yeah, because he is wonderful with accents, though it's not necessarily the first thing you think about. Right. When you think about him, but for example, one of the essential listens that you chose, which I would have as well, is Black Leopard, Red Wolf by Marlon James. And he has a number of different accents in that book. Right. And you and I have talked about other books that he's read, uh, Washington Black, Essie Adujan, and you know, oh, some yeah. of these others that, again, it's it's those accents, but we forget that he does those so well because, you know, at least for me, I think of him as the emotional connection guy, whereas yeah. I think of some of the other Golden Voices as, well, that's the accent person. You know, so everybody has all these amazing strengths. And then what is the one element for each of them that you think of as being, you know, the rising to the top? Right, exactly. And for Dion, I feel like he has such a rich voice. It's like a blanket. I just want to wrap around me. It's it's such a beautiful voice. Um, I can listen to him forever. <laughs> it's true. So that is Golden Voice narrator Dion Graham, who is, as Michelle said, just truly one of the great storytellers we have. So, okay, we will do this again tomorrow, Michelle. Another Golden Voice? Sounds like a plan. Okay. This has been Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. A shout out to Oasis Audio for supporting Behind the Mic. If you like listening to audiobooks, stop by audiophilemagazine.com and check out reviews for hundreds of audiobooks. I'm Joe Reed. We'll be back tomorrow with yet another Golden Voice.